Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. Hopefully most of our listeners, at least uh, our generation of listeners, will know what that music was that we played this morning. We were, I guess, mourning the loss of a wonderful woman, a wonderful actress, Mrs. Angela Lansbury. 96 years old, Derek. If if I can live to be 96, and I probably won't have the same influence as her, but (laughs) if I can have people that uh, still know my relevance at 96 years old, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Most of our listeners either watched that show or their grandparents watched that show probably when their parents dropped them off at their house or, or, you know, their parents went out for dinner or went out with friends uh, in their thirties or forties. They left them at grandma's house and uh, we know that show very well, but uh, really, really good show on for years. Kind of the, one of the first, definitely a leading role for a female from a murder, you know, aspect of that. I think it started in 84, 1984 was his first year. Uh, I mean, it had the Golden Girls about the same time, but there were four of them. That's this comedy. Was, yeah, this That's is comedy. comedy. This, this is, is a, an hour leading mystery woman. Show. She was sixty when she wow. st- or yeah. sixty fifty eight or sixty right. when she started when that show started as a detective writer sure. woman who you know solved mur- murder mysteries. What a difference the world is! Imagine now going and saying, "Hey, I have a sixty year old woman, <laughs> and we're going to put her in murder mysteries every week, and she's going to be uh, you know she's going to do the who done it." I don't know if that would go over in today's world. Uh, definitely, I'll be a little bit more flashy than murder she wrote but uh in the 80s it was perfect and she did a it was a wonderful show uh on for years and a part of uh tv history it was great i mean what a it seems like a very nice woman away from the camera as well everybody loved her uh she was in hollywood for i mean decades i think five or five or six decades right. of work she had i know i remember that you ever watched that disney show bed knobs and broomsticks like she was in that maybe uh, it was like an old i think it was done in the 60s maybe but i saw it as a kid you know growing up and then another one the manchurian candidate the original yep. Right. She was the bad guy wow. in the original uh, version of that. So anyway, just had a, a long, and, and of course was on Broadway, received many Tony Awards. Uh, just a great, great woman. Yep, absolutely. So we, uh, so podcast listeners, if you didn't know, that was the theme music from Murder, She Wrote, the hit show in the 80s, starring Miss Angela Lansbury. Derek, before we talk about our first advertiser and our presenting sponsor, we'd be remiss to say uh, rain-soaked mobile cars and van rental studios. <laughs> rain-soaked on this Thursday afternoon. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, we got a little bit of a taste of... Uh, nothing really i mean not not a whole lot well it you know we got i don't know if, if you added it all up maybe an hour's worth of rain total maybe an hour and a half at the most for some people but again the first drop of rain that we've had in 32 days that i think it was i think september 11th which of course has other meaning september 11th was the last time that we had rain september 10th or 11th i think it said there was a last even at one single drop 32 days 32 days since our last drop of rain i was so glad to get it last night pulling up to the church youth group i was like bring it on i hope i come out here and my my car's floating down the road i was (laughs) hoping for that but uh, a lot of lightning a lot of of stuff like that a lot of um i think some tornado activity down in the pontotoc county area and nashville also had uh, tornadoes so north of us and south of us there were tornadoes yeah yeah so um I was excited about that for sure. So, Derek, a lot's happened in the last 32 days, and that includes the housing market. Yes. 32 days ago, the housing market was different, and now it is, uh, it's totally different again 32 days later. And so if you need help with walking through this still very hot DeSoto County market, but definitely different, if you need help walking through this market right now, please consider contacting our 2022 presenting sponsor, the number one real estate team in DeSoto County for the last 13 years. I speak, of course, about Team Couch, a Birch Realty Group. 
Team Couch possesses over 66 years of combined real estate experience. They've been the number one team in DeSoto County for the last 13 years. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. They were also recently voted DeSoto's best for the fifth time. Currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis for your home. Give them your address. They can tell you all about your neighborhood, your zip code, houses on your street, how fast they're selling, how fast they're closing, how long they're staying on the market. Brian and Terry possess all the analytics that you want from a realtor in 2022. Give them a call at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Call Brian directly on his cell phone at 901-461-7653. That's 46 one sold s-o-l-d brian and terry have been ranked as a top team in mississippi and also a top team nationally these are the kind of realtors you want to lead you and help guide you through this very hot desoto county market 662-449-1700 you can also do a full home search at teamcouch.com that's teamcouch.com and podcast listeners always remember every home needs a couch well Derek, glad to be coming to you on a thursday afternoon from the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios, Mobile Cars and Vans, located at the corner of Commerce and McCracken, right here in Hernando. Cars, trucks, vans, if you're traveling for Thanksgiving, if you're traveling for some upcoming football games, maybe a trip down to Baton Rouge, if you're an Ole Miss fan or something like that, anything you need, give us a call. Let us see if we can help. 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. Again, Mobile Cars and Vans. Derek, I cut that ad a little bit short because I want to give a little bit of the mobile cars and Van Roll Studios time over to something that we're going to talk about briefly at the beginning of each of our show through the month of October, through the first 10 days of November. We're going to talk about and remind listeners about the upcoming vote for pennies for the park. That's we call it pennies. It's penny. The legislature. Yeah. Penny. The legislature changed that. Uh, on our behalf, thank you, Jackson, Mississippi. We appreciate that. Y'all know what's best for us. Thank you so much for that. They changed that to one penny for restaurants in Hernando to help pay for future structures and um, different things, baseball fields, tennis courts. The physical improvements. Physical improvements. Yeah, and, and, to the it, it can't make you – know, right now they we can – can't you know, pay they salaries can, or vacations. Yeah, or right, yeah, right now they can add uh, fertilizer and stuff to fields. They can bring dirt in if they need to. But to actually make you know uh, physical repairs to any kind of structures or add any kind of structures, they actually have to own the land. And that's what this Penny for the Parks is trying to do. Uh, it is looking to uh, raise the money necessary uh, to begin the overall parks – a project that was been presented. We've talked about it on here numerous we, times. Numerous times, uh, and and so again, that vote will be November the eighth. This is the the general election for the entire nation. Uh, also, we'll have for residents of Hernando. There will be a, a question, or a you know, you get to vote on that day for pending for the parks. And please, everybody listening, vote for it. Um, you know, this is a and, and for those of y'all who say, well, you know, I, I feel pretty good. It's going to pass fifty one forty nine. At 51-49, it does not pass. Right. Must uh, be 60%. 60% or more have to be for it in order for it to pass. It does require a higher, uh, I guess, uh, bar that it has to clear in order for a, you know cities or towns to tax themselves. It has to be 60% or more. So if, you're, you know, if you know that you're for it, but you say, well, I, don't, you know, I feel pretty good. I think most people I know are, are going to vote for it. Find time to go vote anyway. I hope you're voting because, again, it is a national election. You are uh, re-electing your um, – Re-electing or electing a new a House of Representative uh, for our area. Uh, also, be a couple more you know things on there for us to vote for. But the penny for the parks is the main thing also for Hernando. So please, are, are we at the are we at the presidential election? We're not there yet. Not there yet. We have two more years. <laughs> two more years. Two more line. years. Oh my gosh, we're gonna talk more about that in yeah. just a second. <laughs> two, two more, more years. years. Uh, but 
Yeah, so we have a, a representative right now uh, running uh, for our, our house for District 1. So be looking for that. But also, Penny for the Parks. Please get out. You've seen the signs around town. The signs around town say coins for kids, uh, which is another great way to say it, a coin for a kid. Uh, and if you don't have a sign, they're available uh, at the Country Club. Please go by and pick you one up for your yard, for your business. Uh, but again, November the 8th, please get out and vote for it. We're going to tell you this. For now, we, we could not support this more wholeheartedly because we, you know, I wish my kids could have enjoyed it. They're gone. I'm hoping they're moving back and allowing my grandkids to enjoy it. And that's, that's what we need. That's what Matt and I are pushing for. So please get out on November the 8th. Derek, I told you uh, just the other day I, yeah, on our Tuesday show, I talked about Nashville and the cranes being up and the boom that's going on around the city and stuff like that. Those are the kind of things where you, if, you, if you're against something like this or you're like, no, 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 okay, well, get ready for your grandchild to live in Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah. Get ready for your grandchild to live right outside and down in Madison or right outside of Birmingham in an area or in a community that thought about things 15, 20, 25 years down the road and said, we're going to invest in our kids, Not maybe not my kids, but we're going to invest grandkids, great grandkids and that's what this penny for the park is it is not a uh, perfect plan by any stretch most of the time government isn't part of the perfect plan but uh, it is something that can begin to fund some of the improvements that people have in com- have complained about in the city of fernando for the last 25 years yeah it, this is your opportunity if you've complained about man i hate the ball fields man we, our kids don't have a large enough skate park man our kids don't have anything to do if you've complained about it this is an opportunity for you to address that and pay an extra penny for your margarita or your taco and help out with this your burger anything yeah, exactly and, and again if you know if we vote this down we will not Correct. get another chance more than likely yes yeah i mean this is we, we did it we voted it down six or seven years ago without a plan we now have a good plan Very uh, we have plan. we have uh a dollar amounts attached to what that plan would be used for they have uh, kind of voted what they would like to see done first through uh citizen input and so that that excuse cannot be there Correct. the leadership is has changed for the changed part. Mm-hmm. Five of the seven board members have changed, yes. uh, and then the parks director has changed. Now, the mayor is the same, but, not but, the is, same. Is, is, <laughs> but it's different than what it was two or three years ago. So, again, there is a, a lot of change. So, if that is your excuse, that is no longer there. Uh, you know, I think it's just time to, hey, look, we've elected these officials. They're up there. Let's give them a chance. And, again, we can hold them accountable. We can watch where every penny goes. We can demand to see, hey, let, let me see where the, the money was brought in, what that, that fund looks like, and where it's brought out. We can have it on our show. On our show, we can say, hey, look, this is it. it. Looks like they collected $800,000. Bond amounts this much. Here's their debt service. $800,000 is being paid toward that bond. Right. So, again, we, we can hold them accountable. So, it's up to us, but if we don't allow them to have the opportunity, they cannot be a success and they cannot fail. We have to give them the opportunity, and that's what we're asking you to do on November the 8th. And that's how we're going to start off each of our shows through November 8th. That's what we're going to do because, uh, Derek, I'll just go ahead and come out. I'm, I'm, I'm for it, okay? I'm going to come out. Oh, uh, fine. Yeah. Hey. hey no, <laughs> I've been teasing. October the 13th, you I, are I, for I, it. Yeah, I've been teasing it in case people couldn't figure out what I was doing, but I'm going to come out for it. You've convinced me over the last several months. Uh, you've convinced me to do that. But, uh, again, my daughter, my son – 10 years from now, they may have families, and if they're playing soccer or playing baseball or playing sports on one of these fields, that's part of the plan. If you want to see the plan, walk into City Hall. It's sitting right there. Right there. It's right there. As soon as you walk in the front of City Hall, it's sitting right there for you to see what the plan looks like for the penny for the park and the improvements coming should this pass. So we're going to push for it. November 8th, vote yes for penny for the park. I think Angela Lansbury would be for it.
She would be four. <laughs> she, she loves kids. She, no, loves, she loves kids. Angela Lansbury yeah. loves kids. Yeah. She she loves kids and murders. That's what she likes. So oh, no. yeah. <laughs> not murdering kids, but kids and mur- yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. Well, Derek, tell us about something. Uh, you know, wonderful county we live in, DeSoto County. We're going to talk more about that in just a few seconds. But one way that you can help in DeSoto County over the next several weeks is by doing what? Well, Matt, you know, we just talked about parks. Every everybody loves a clean park. And another way we could clean up the rest of our county is that the DeSoto County officials have announced October 29th through November 6th, so the week leading up to the election we just discussed, is this year's fall cleanup week, a good time to clear the clutter from your home, yard, and the community. Now, the county plans to place 14 dumpsters in the incorporated areas of DeSoto County. They will be empty throughout the week when needed. So here are the dumpster locations. Uh, I'm going to discuss the ones closest to Hernando. The Bridgetown Fire Department, which we're going to have a uh, was one of our shout-outs this week. The Eudora Park, the Hernando Middle School, Lewisburg Primary, the Love Fire Department, the Nesbitt Water Association, and in the Walls area, it's on Delta Bluffs Parkway. So, again, that's actually on, up on the bluff, which is probably closer to Hernando than it is the downtown of Walls. So, again... Those are the areas around here. There's more than that. There's some in Horn Lake. Of course, there's some outside of South Haven, that sort of thing. But the ones closest to us, those are your dumpster locations. And here's what you could dump. Bricks, carpet, fencing, limbs and leaves, lumber, metal, old furniture and mattresses, plastic toys, and rubbish. Here are the things that you cannot dump. Do not bring these things, please. They're they're hazardous. Aerosols, all-purpose cleaners, antifreeze, batteries, electronics, insecticides and herbicides, oil, paint, and tires. Do not bring those, but everything else first mentioned, please bring those. And again, if you're trying to clean out an attic, a garage, your yard, whatever, they're not asking any questions. You know, usually you're probably sneaking at night trying to find somewhere to dump this stuff. Not now. They're they're opening it for free. for That's one week, uh, October 29th through November 6th, to allow you to dump it at those locations. Such a good thing, Derek, done by the county to uh, give people an opportunity, uh, no cost affiliated with it. Just show up. Clean up DeSoto County. We really appreciate them doing that. You can probably find out all the information that Derek just mentioned at DeSotoCountyMS.org. That's DeSotoCountyMS.org. Or you can just simply rewind this show and hear the different things Derek said you can and can't not dump. Well, Derek, a lot of people are going to have to do that on the weekends because DeSoto County, uh, we're all working. And what I'm talking about is the unemployment rates just came out for the state of Mississippi, and DeSoto County did very well, ranking number two in the state. Tell us about that. All right, so Mississippi's unemployment rate remained unchanged at 3.6%, according to the latest Mississippi labor market data information from the State Department of Employment Security. The 3.6% is unchanged from the July revised number. The trend has leveled from a previous lower move. August of 2021, the figure was 5.3%. Now, again, uh, several of the counties uh, remain uh, in this, uh, actually lower than the 3.6%. So DeSoto County is falls in there, Matt. You said second. It's actually the fourth lowest. Oh, okay. DeSoto County's unemployment rate in August is the fourth lowest in the state at 2.9%. Uh, only Rankin, Union, and Lamar counties have lower unemployment figures in August, with Rankin and Union both being at 2.7% and Lamar being at 2.8%. DeSoto's 2.9% job list is tied with Lafayette and Madison counties, so we're the same as Oxford and Madison. Right. Uh, DeSoto County had 93,550 people employed in the month of August. And area counties around us, again, I know some people are saying, well, I live in Tate or I live in Marshall. 3.6% for Tate County, which is the state average. They are the state average. And then 4.7% 
for Tunica County. And then for Marshall County, it's 3.7%. So, again, not too further. You know, uh, it looks like Tate County is the highest. Matt, I did look it up. You had asked me. The highest in Mississippi, Jefferson County, mm. uh, which is just north of Natchez. That is Fayette, uh, the town of Fayette. Uh, it, is, it is 19%. Wow. There's so many jobs out there. Let me tell you what's about to start happening. You're about to start seeing charter bus after charter bus after charter bus pull up to FedEx, and they go to Clarksdale and pick up. Every day, yeah, no, it's yeah. a, it's a, it is an everyday rotation. There are bus companies that make a fortune from FedEx doing that. Those buses go to and from the Delta yeah. all day long. Well, that'll help so if, that you, if you don't have a job, uh, yes, yeah, right, they have there. right now. Yeah, maybe they pay you while you're riding on the bus. I don't know, but seriously, you know, FedEx takes some of my vans, so I have to deal with them all the time. I'm always passing those charter buses, dropping off folks from Cleveland, Clarksdale. Uh, Greenville, Tunica. Look, if you can get there, they'll get you to the FedEx place uh, because that's how busy they are. Yeah. And, um, man, it just blows my mind. There's work out there. Yeah. There's there's work out there. You know, Jefferson County is, you know, it's north of Natchez, south of Port Gibson. There's not, you know, it's very close to Warman, which is where Alcorn Stadium is. Yeah, sure. It's just not a lot of industry right Right. there. We're very, again, I cannot tell you that. If you do not like growth, move to the Delta, move to Jefferson County. Yeah. If that's where you want to stay and die, that's your right. But please don't complain when we have growth here because there are so many parts of the state that would love to have a 3% unemployment rate. It's unbelievable, Derek. Absolutely. Well, DeSoto County, keep working hard, doing a wonderful job. We really will always be here cheering us on. I mean, Derek and I are both basically we're retired because we make so much money on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, speaking of penny for the part, my gosh, <laughs> speaking of pennies. Well, Derek, let's talk about something else uh, money related. Let's talk about something else that's affecting each and every one of us every single day. And that's going to be the national inflation numbers, which came out this morning. Tell us about it. Go. So the inflation in the United States accelerated in September with the cost of housing and other necessities intensifying pressure on households, wiping out pay gains and ensuring that the Federal Reserve will keep raising rates aggressively when they meet in November. Consumer prices rose 8.2% in September compared with a year-over-year earlier, the government said Thursday morning. On a month-to-month basis, prices increased 0.4% from August to September, having having ticked up 0.1% from July to August. Now, again, we always talk about this, excluding the volatile categories of food and industry. I don't know why you take out food and industry because that's mostly what we spend our money on, but they do like to pour it out to look at what they call core inflation. And core inflation climbed 0.6% from August to September and 6.6% over the past 12 months. So the yearly core figure, again, is the biggest increase in 40 years. We keep It seems like every time this report comes out, it's another 40-year record. The cost of health insurance, and they, they, they pulled out a couple things to look at. The cost of health insurance, Matt, jumped 2.1% from August to September, just one month, and you're paying more in health insurance this year than last year by over 28%. You're 20, paying 28% more for your health care in September of 2022 over 2021, which is a record one-year increase. So, I mean, over over 25% higher in, in, uh, in health care costs. Another high inflation number they looked at were auto repairs. Again, I'm, I'm pulling out specific things that we haven't talked about before. Auto repairs are up 15% from year over year. So if you're trying to, you know, if you're trying to say, look, used cars prices have been really high. They are coming down a little now, but they've been high over the last year, two years. I'm going to get mine worked on where now you're paying 15% more to have yours worked on. Again, this is all but solidifies the fact that the Fed's going to raise rates again in November, probably another three quarters of a percent, which is going to push prime to 7%, Fed funds to four, so prime to seven. 
And Matt, one other thing that has changed in the last couple of days, the average 30-year fixed rate on a house. So if you're going to get a mortgage, the hmm, average 30-year fixed rate has also reached a 15-year high of 6.81%. So again, you know, uh, people were getting house. I mean, I know people that have rates at two and a half, three percent It is now more than double that, almost less than six months later, at 6.81%. Derek, you and I do not talk a lot of politics here. I hate, I mean, inflation is part of it because inflation is typically brought on by folks making decisions. Man, it seems, I mean, they're having to react now because they delayed and wanted to delay for so long. Oh, they, they, they definitely waited a year too well, late. Well, they yes. delayed because they didn't want to hurt feelings. They delayed because of maybe who their boss was, and that's who they voted for. And so here we are. And we've got, you know, gas prices going back up. We've got what you just said happening. Look, if things are happening for the first time in 25, 30, 40, 45, 50 years, at a certain point, you have to look at it. I wasn't joking when I said that a second ago. My gosh, two more years. I mean, seriously, the midterms are here. Mississippi doesn't have to vote kind of the same stuff, but there's some very close Senate races. The state of Washington and the state of Oregon may vote Republican for the first time in the state of Oregon may vote for Republican governor for the first time since Top Gun was in theaters. That should tell you how long ago it was. Uh, that would be how's Oregon working? For, how's Portland, Oregon working for you? Remember yeah. that was the place that they allowed people just to set up shop and have their own little city. Yeah, that does a does a big backlash. That was that. a quite the backlash yeah. from that. No, that Chop Chad, whatever it was, and then came back to Chip, and they couldn't even agree on the name of it. That's how bad it was. That just shows you the kind of stuff. So I think a major wave is coming this year. I think some people have really started to open their eyes because outside of Washington, those folks have no idea what we deal with each and every day. There's, there's a lot of just you know unfortunate headwinds. Read an article about the IMF. Uh, you know, the, the head of the IMF came out and said, "Hey, look, we're, we're about to have a global recession. It's going to hit pretty hard. You know, the the war seems to be increasing. I and mean, Russia got really upset that they lost a bridge, and so now they're bombing every day consistently. So now NATO's looking to have to. Um, they're already talking about helping the Ukraine with their airspace." Which, you know, if we start actually sending planes into Ukraine, that's going to escalate the war dramatically. And so there's a lot of unknown factors uh, going on right now just in the world. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, here locally. So, again, just please, please, please keep yourself educated. We try to do, we try to pull out headlines, specific numbers, try to keep it under an hour for you to be able to get as much as we can. And that's what we're doing today because this is a lot of information. But if, if you care about the stuff, if you care about what's going on, I mean, there, there are negative headlines all over the place. Just do your research. Make sure you're getting it for a good place. But, Matt, right now the numbers are, are looking good for the economy, which means they're bad news because they're trying to slow things down. <laughs> no doubt. Absolutely. There, let's finish this uh, first part of our segment up. We started locally, moved out to uh, countywide, statewide, national news. And let's finish another national news. Let's go. We're going to talk about the kids, Derek. We always try and talk about the kids. Angela Lansbury loves Angela kids. Angela, yeah, lo she loved murders and kids, as I mentioned <laughs> earlier. So, <laughs> But murders. this is not necessarily good news, Derek. No, Tell us not. about the ACT for the first time in quite a while has plummeted below 20. What you got? Matt, scores on the ACT college admissions test by this year's high school graduates, so 2022, 2022. which is your daughter, my son, wow, okay. hit their lowest point in more than 30 years. The latest evidence of the enormity of learning disruption during the, during the pandemic. The class of 2022's average ACT composite score was 19.8 out of 36, marking the first time since 1991 that the average score was below 20. What's more, an increasing number of high school students failed to meet any of the subject area benchmarks set by the ACT, showing a decline in preparedness for all levels of college-level coursework. 
The test scores made public in a report this past Wednesday show 42% of ACT tested graduates in the class of 2022 met none of the benchmarks in English, reading, science, and math, which are indicators of how well students are expected to perform in corresponding college courses. In comparison, 38% of the test takers in 2021 failed to meet any of the benchmarks. So just one year later, they were 4% worse, which means that none. So there were 42% of the kids did not make over a 15 in English, in math, in reading, or in science. It's embarrassing, isn't it? It's it's embarrassing. Not good. No, it's, <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And look, I, I bet I bet what's going to happen. We're going to make the test easier. We're yeah, going to make the test part of the easier. Article, that's what's going to happen. I, I cut out hey, some of the. You know, some, well, they already there are schools now that don't even like you can you can uh, apply without even taking it. Right. That, that okay. happened during the pandemic. Right. Yeah. For uh, that's you know, about for, to wrap up. I do believe. Yeah. For you know, I guess social distancing purposes. But you know, there are some states that still um, you know don't require it, or some schools that don't require it. There are other states. Where it is hard for for kids to take the test, I will say you know Mississippi may be behind in a lot of things. But one good thing about Mississippi, all public schools, all private schools give the ACT. Right, sure. So for they're free so once a year for free. That's what I'm saying. So we are one of only seven states right. to make sure that every student gets the chance to take the ACT free at least once a year. There are kids across this nation they can't even afford to take it because it's I mean it's not cheap. It's right. sixty to a hundred dollars and it's like like hundred and forty if you want to buy the the study guide. So some it's just cost prohibitive, not in Mississippi. We take it, unfortunately forty two percent can't even meet the benchmarks. Derek, some people our age would probably say probably people in their forties and fifties would probably say maybe fifteen, twenty years ago uh, we stopped teaching kids a certain way and started to teach them to be better on the A C T. That's what I, I That's really kind thought. Of, right. I really thought that was happening. Well, no, no, I that, was that is happening, shocked. but we're not doing it. Let me tell you something else that, that I think about, Derek. Your your son made a certain number on that test. My daughter made a certain number on that test, and we're very proud of them for doing that. I feel like um, pretty early on, maybe freshman sophomore year, kids take it and they spotlight the kids that scored a certain point and they'll push them a certain way to get them to that number, that threshold. It seems like they just say to heck with the others. They drop down. I mean, it's not the ones that are going, let's just say it. There's not the ones that are striving for 30 and making 30. It's the ones that are striving, the ones that can't get to, let's say, 24, 25, that we, I, th- I think we probably just uh, push them aside. We don't try and get their scores up. Well, I so, think you know. I think there's been so much, I mean, look, good or bad, and, and I'm not in education, and please, this is not a knock or a, a praise. I think there is so much publication now of students that make thirty or above. Absolutely. I mean, they, they get yes. their they get their pictures in the paper. Uh, they get they, the school sends it out. They want to know. They want you to know who their national merits. And again, that that's these are great for the kids. This is nothing on the kids, the yeah, families. Sure. The, but when you know, if you see students, let's say like if your school last year had sixteen that made thirty or higher for the whole school, and then now it's twenty or higher, and then right. now it's thirty five or more, and you're not in that picture. I think it starts to – you get your feelings hurt. I think you, okay, I got my one score, and now I'm not going to take it again. Or maybe – well, maybe I'm just not smart enough. And I do think there's some psychological issues with that. At the same time, you know, and I'm not speaking to the kids, but please understand – Ole Miss, I believe the – you have to have an 18. An 18 is what – I would say less than that, brother. No, I I really do. But I think you have to have an 18, or maybe it's the – what's the new number on the – Composite composite score yeah. of eighteen. The uh, where you can know you make make a you have right. to make a, a super score a super score, super That's score. It, a, a super score of eighteen or higher. That's what I'm, I'm looking for. I'm sorry. So a super score of eighteen or higher. Shouldn't they call it not super score if you had to combine everything? <laughs> so if you have a super score of eighteen <laughs> or higher, that is not. I mean, 
if, the, yes. if, you, if your dream is to go to college, some people just can't take tests. Yeah, sure. Some people freeze up. Four hours is a long time. Some people, you know, forget their calculator. Number of different things. Yeah, all those kind of things. So I'm not saying it, it, it by no means is the ACT the end all be all who can get into a college or who can do well in college. It is just a marker that they use along with grades, outside activities, that sort of thing. Yeah. But I think that what they when you look at look hey but if you're close to that 18 if you're close to a 20 or 20 whatever it happens to be look at look at the scholarships available look at if you're just trying to get to 18 keep working for that 18 if you want yeah, to go to college if you're trying to oh hey look if I get 25 and I live in Mississippi I can get five thousand dollars taken off and you're at 23 go for Absolutely, it like I mean yeah. you should not be discouraged and so I, it is it is shocking this number shocked me because I really thought there are so many classes there are so many things but maybe. That's just you know kids that want to, and that's you're right that so many kids are left behind, or once they fail the first time, or or think that they failed, they just give up instead of really because there's so many free classes now that allow students to do better. That can really help your score two, three, four points from test to test if you just go to them, and a lot of them are free or offered at the school. So again, parents, I encourage if your students are not taking it and they're drinking now, if they want to be an electrician plumber and start making good money out of high school, go for it. But if they want to go to college, there's all kind of, uh, of resources out there. Please, please search those out. And I'll finish with this, Derek. We've run long on our first segment, a, a bit longer than we were hoping to, but something else I will encourage, uh, ask your kids how their tests went. Yes. Demand to see their grades. Demand to see their, hey, what what did we do well on the ACT? Let's look at this together. How can we help you through this? Wait a minute, you're really good at math. What happened there? Like, why can we, how, how do we do that? Be involved. Yeah. Ask the questions. Be involved. Don't just, uh, you know, turn a blind eye and say, oh, they probably have it all figured out. No, they need your help. They need your And don't let your, your help. student think, hey, but just because I didn't make a 30, a 25, or Correct. if I'm struggling to get an 18, that does not mean that they're not smart. Sure. Just help them get the number that they really want to try to That's get. The, right. And then let them go from there. When they get to college, they'll figure their own way. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, but the main thing is, is that, you know, I just hate to see kids crush. And I have other ones just not even having the opportunity. Uh, but, man, I, I, I'm very, very shocked by this, by this report. It's shocking because we spend more money in the United States of America on ACT and ACT prep every single year. Yeah. Every single year there's a new bar set, new bar set. We shouldn't be going down and set record numbers for lows in the last 30 years. Right. That's, and, what, and that's the, a tough part. And the pandemic had a problem with that. But we, now as, a, as, a, as educators, as, as you know, just parents, everything, we've got to figure a way to, to reverse that and get it going back the right way. Speaking of old Miss, Derek, do you – I don't know if you – are you on Instagram? No. Let me. You need. To, you know what? You're going to start getting on Instagram, the UTW podcast account, just so you can see they have the Ole Miss Instagram. Where do they find some of these kids to ask questions to? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Okay, look. Just where just, do they find these kids? What part of campus are you on? This is not my Ole Miss. That's fine. I, I'm not going to. I don't. I don't want to be the guy yelling at the clouds. I understand, the old man. What what side of campus are you on to find some of these cats, man? I've never seen kids like this. I don't see them on Saturday. I don't see them on. <laughs> I'm talking about like, whoa, where where did you come from here? I don't know. It's um, very interesting. Go look at Ole Miss Instagram because they'll do a thing where they go all around campus and they have about 10, 12, 15, 20 kids that they'll interview about a question. Everything from it doesn't matter. A number of different things. Go see what I'm talking about, and you're like every every new kid that pops up. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Did they <laughs> want, did they know they had class today? Did they even want to get dressed today hey good morning oh good morning. it's unbelievable it really is but uh look a lot of stuff right there uh we talk about angela lansbury fall cleanups uh, mississippi unemployment rates national inflation act scores a number of different things in our first segment and uh, we appreciate you uh going on this journey with us but look if the wind and rain affected what i'll continue to keep talking about when i talk about this particular ad if the wind and rain really 
uh, may the leaves fall a, a bit faster in your yard, please consider reaching out to our longtime sponsor, the best person to contact when it comes to leaf removal in your yard, Mr. Richard Williams with Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, fall cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, grading of your property. As I mentioned on the, on the ad on Tuesday, Richard now has two people on staff that are certified arborists. So you can call him for any tree help you need. Richard just returned from San Francisco to learn all about being an arborist. He knows how to, where to, and what to do when it comes to cutting trees. Give him a call at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. You can also learn more about his business at Williams Lawn Maintenance. Again, that's Williams lawnmaintenance.com. Thank you, Richard, for continued support the UTW podcast. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Definitely want to say thank you to Dr. Trotter, Dr. Paroli, Dr. Seymour, with DeSoto Family Dental Care, just a great asset here in town, and they've supported us uh, for months and months now. We really appreciate all the hard work that they do for our listeners and um, friends and family uh, that, that both uh, go to DeSoto Family Dental Care. We definitely appreciate that. Something else we appreciate are local nonprofits who simply needed a little bit of help when it comes to their events. We call that our DeSoto County Shoutouts, and we have three for this particular week of this particular show that we don't want you to forget about. First thing, this Saturday, Halloween Off the Square is from 3 to 5 at the DeSoto County Administration Building. If you're looking for a trunk or treat event to go ahead and kick off the Halloween season for your uh, son or daughter, maybe they're just dying to put on the, uh, you know, whatever, the, the Iron Man costume or the Spider-Man costume and get out and do a little trunk or treating, please consider visiting the Halloween Off the Square put on by the Hernando Chamber of Commerce and some of the other sponsors, Skylight Construction, DeSoto Times Tribune, and 95.3 The Rebel. Again, this Saturday in the DeSoto County Administration Building, 12 and under. Look, if you have TikTok, you're too old, okay? <laughs> if you have t- if you have a TikTok account, please do not go yeah. to Halloween. Yeah, off don't, the- bring, don't bring your pillowcase. Yeah, don't go to Halloween off the square. Take your little sister, and you don't need to dress up and let her walk around. This Saturday, 3 to 5, at the DeSoto County Administration Building parking lot. Next Saturday, Bridgetown Fire Department presents their annual open house. This is a rain or shine event. Please come out and support your local fire department Saturday, October 22nd, 11 to 2. There'll be moon bounces, food, fun demonstrations for the whole family. So there'll be things that parents can take a look at. There'll be things that the kids can enjoy. I mean, who doesn't love to climb on and look at a cool fire truck? I mean, it's pretty pretty good stuff. I love a good fire truck. Oh, absolutely. Next Saturday, 11 to 2, the Bridgetown Volunteer Fire Department. What a wonderful group of people out there volunteering their time, volunteering their services, and let's call it what it is, volunteering their lives to keep the people of Bridgetown safe. Next Saturday, 11 to 2, get out for the annual Bridgetown Fire Department Open House. 
And then, Derek, the following Friday night, we'll begin to wrap up. But it'll, it's, it'll be Halloween time. So tell us about the annual brew fest that you and the Rotary Club work so hard for right here under the water tower. That's right, Matt. Friday, October 28th, is the annual Hernando Rotary Brewfest, which will take place just off Panola Street in the Panola Street Courtyard. Uh, we'll be having the event. It will start from 6 to 9 p.m. 6 to 9 p.m. on Friday night. Uh, there will be Memphis Made will be there. Ghost River will be there. Uh, Mississippi Ale House out of Olive Branch will be there, uh, as well as having other types of beers to sample, to try, to learn about. Uh, so please, again, this is a, a wonderful event. Uh, keep your fingers crossed. Last year it was absolutely perfect weather. Let's keep it crossed that we're still getting these 40s and 50 nights with no rain uh, when the 28th comes along. But bad weather, good weather, we're going to have it. And again, at the courtyard here in Hernando, all the proceeds go to the Rotary Club, which turns around and funds the Honduras Living Waters Foundation. And then the local thing is it goes to the Vaden Scholarship Fund, which gives scholarships to seniors who live in the Hernando zip code, 38632 zip code. Tickets can be purchased by check, by cash, or by square before the event or at the door. If you want to buy them before the event, please reach out to 901-517-5132. Again, 901-517-5132. Get your tickets that way. We can either hold them at will call, let, let them know that they'll be coming out the door, that sort of thing, or you can come by and we can arrange for you to pick those up. So again, October 28th, 6 to 9 p.m. Wonderful event. I've attended uh, several times, Derek. The way to do it is, uh, like you said, 6 to 9, either grab a bite of dinner with friends early and then come for the last part of it or just let that kind of be the beginning and then maybe go to someone's house after that. Because yeah, what got, you guys do is you get a, <laughs> you get the attendees right to the point yeah. where it's like, oh, I could go a little later. Oh, I could go a little longer. Oh, this may be a good night. And it's like, okay, everybody, goodbye. Well, and you can make a meal there. We'll have Papa John's pizza. We'll have brick oven pizza. We'll have some uh, chicken tenders from uh, the Amtel gas station. I don't want to leave anybody. Oh, we'll have Windy City there. Again, they're going to bring like, oh, Lenny's. We'll have sample plates out there. Uh, but, you know, you can make a meal out of it if you want to. Or, as you said, you can you can pregame, postgame. Uh, but we do provide a, a good time, good event. And we're not taking, you know, if you want to party until midnight on Friday night, we're not taking up your whole yeah. Friday night. So, but it gives you something to do. Wonderful event. I, like I said, I've attended several times. You guys work so hard for it. Brewfest, October 28th. Please consider supporting the local Rotary. That wraps up our DeSoto County shout-outs. If you are a nonprofit and would like more information or like us to spread more information about your event coming up in the uh, Hernandez area email us under the water tower info at gmail.com that's under the water tower info at gmail.com uh, october's uh, kind of wrapping up at least at least advertising we have a really really busy october but at least advertising is starting to wrap up so if you have something coming up in november in december let us know so we can go ahead and start helping you out when it comes to spreading the news on your event are you a hardworking and motivated individual looking for a full-time part-time career in commercial insurance Holland Insurance wants you on their team. Holland Insurance was founded in 1981 and has been staffed with local industry experts who are eager to make a difference in every life they touch. Working with some of the largest companies in the world when it comes to insurance, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Humana, Cigna, Nationwide, State Auto, Progressive, Travelers, Holland Insurance can help you find the right company to work with you when it comes to health, life, property, casualty, and auto. Give Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland and their team a call at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. Tell them your needs. Tell them your budget. Let Bruce and his team work to try and find you the right company for you. Located in South Haven, but ready to serve anyone right here under the water tower. Call them at 662-895-5528. Thank you, Holland Insurance. Well, Derek, we're starting to run out of Saturdays for the month of October, which means the 2022 season for our seasonal sponsor is beginning to wrap up. So please get out and support 
our wonderful seasonal sponsor, the Hernando Farmers Market. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the rich simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It's truly a fresh, local experience. Now with over 50 exhibitors each Saturday, the historic Hernando Square is transformed into one of the best farmer's markets in the area, definitely one of the best farmer's markets in the state of Mississippi. Vendors such as Kendall Cattle Beef, Coffee Central, Precision Sharp, Jones Orchard, Brown Dairy Farms, Moon Lake Pecans, Black Sheep Hot Sauce. Again, over 50 vendors every Saturday morning from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's 8 to 1 on the historic Hernando Square, ready to serve you, ready to be a part of the local Hernando community. Thank you for a great season so far for Miss Jean Matheny and her team for what they do each and every Saturday morning with the Hernando Farmers Market. Thank you for supporting the UTW podcast. We really appreciate that. Again, they'll wrap up at the end of October. Then they'll have a special Farmers Market on November 12th for the Dickens of a Christmas. Get out this weekend and support a wonderful asset in the city of Hernando, the Hernando Farmers Market. Well, Derek, our sports section is uh, starting to dwindle down a little bit as uh, teams kind of start to to lose out and wrap up their season. So uh, go ahead and tell us all about sports since our last show. I'm going to do this a little backwards today, Matt, and by the end you'll know why it makes sense. So we're going to start with Hernando Volleyball. Uh, We usually start Lewisburg, then go to Hernando. This time we're going to start with Hernando and finish with Lewisburg. Hernando welcomed Tupelo into the Tiger Gym on Tuesday in the second round of the state playoffs. Tupelo had defeated Center Hill on Saturday and were looking to take down their second DeSoto County team in four days. Hernando was ready for the battle, and the fans were ready uh, with a great crowd who showed up. The Tigers take the first set 25-22, only to see the Lady Waves crash back and take the set two 18-25. Hernando then comes back with the 25-21 third set win, but Tupelo evens it at 2-2 with a 19-25 fourth set victory. It all came down to the fifth set. With a 15-12 set win, the Tigers get the five-set victory and advance to play Germantown in the third round Thursday night. Landry Franks had two aces. Allie Callahan had 13 kills. Holly had 36 assists. And Mary Catherine Couch had 22 digs. Germantown is one of the top teams in the state, coming off a 3-0 beatdown of DeSoto Central in the second round. And this is another meeting between the two schools who also met in the softball and baseball playoffs in the spring with Hernando winning both of those series. Good luck to the Lady Tigers tonight, and we will have the results for you on our Tuesday show. Now moving to Lewisburg Volleyball. Lewisburg welcomed Madison Central to their gym on Tuesday night, and for how close the Hernando match was, this one was even closer. Lewisburg jumps out on top, taking the first set in the longest set that we have covered this year, 31-29. 31-29. to 29. Good Lord. Madison Central shakes it off and takes the second set, 25-23. And then the next one also had to go extra games, 27-25. Lewisburg had to get the fourth set win to continue the match, and they did that, winning it by the largest margin so far of the match, 25-19. to 19. They go to the fifth set, and Madison Central jumps out to an 8-1 lead, but Lewisburg battles back to draw within 13-11, but falls short in their comeback and loses 15-13 in the fifth and the match 3-2. Madison Central is a strong team, and Lewisburg gave them all that they wanted. You're right, Matt. Their season has now ended. They end the year at 26-13 and and look to come back stronger next year. Congratulations, Lewisburg, on their district and county championship. The North Point Christian Trojan volleyball team, which we haven't covered all year, those young ladies are still alive. They are playing Battleground Academy Saturday in 
Franklin, Tennessee. That is correct. The uh, national, the North Point Christian volleyball team, again, which we haven't covered all season, they will be participating in the playoffs right now, play Battleground on Saturday. So good luck to them um, as they keep fighting for a state championship. And, Matt, speaking of North Point, uh, we have a, a special announcement before we actually go into the football uh, portion or the football games to preview. North Point Christian School football coach Tyler Gold uh, was announced as one of the two head coaches for the 20th annual AutoZone Liberty Bowl high school all-star football game. Gold, who's in his 10th season as a head coach and fourth at North Point Christian, was announced to lead the blue team in the annual classic set for December 10th at the Memphis University School. Gold was an assistant for the blue team in last year's all-star contest, which his team won by a score of 37 to nothing. In the 19 previous years of the game, the red team has a 10-9 lead in the series. Now, assisting gold on the coaching staff will be John Racconi from Collierville, C.J. Marshall from Bolton, Rodney Salisbury from Whitehaven, Slade Calhoun from Mumford, and Tommy Miller from Arlington. And coaching the red team will be Houston High coach James Thomas, who is coaching in his fifth year at Houston. So congratulations, Coach Gold, uh, on the honor of being able to coach the blue team in the All-Star game. I don't know if you get a chance to watch that game, Derek, but it's, I mean, it's pretty competitive. Yeah. I mean, 37 nothing is not very competitive. But, you know, a lot of kids that are potentially going on to maybe not a D1 place, but an opportunity to play more football. But, Derek, I know exactly how they can make that game better. The Lewisburg announcer. <laughs> the Lewisburg announcer let him play by in, play during the game yeah exactly let it let him show out let him do his thing at the MUS field uh for that particular game that's how they're gonna make it a lot better AutoZone Liberty Bowl hosted by uh Mr. Children of the Corn himself Lewisburg announcer <laughs> I do have it's the you know sponsored by the AutoZone Liberty Bowl and we're playing at MUS not gonna play at the Liberty Bowl we're gonna we're gonna take it to MUS but that's that's a whole nother thing do you know how many uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how many buildings have the lame hide on it in the uh, MUS. AutoZone, yeah, yeah, a lot of AutoZone buildings out there. All right, now moving to the actual Let's go. preview of the, of the games themselves. So moving to North Point again, they will look to get their first district win of the year as they welcome perennial district tough competition in ECS to the point. It's going to be tough. The four and three North Point faces the three and four Eagles with both teams coming off losses. North Point lost to Davidson forty nine to twenty last week, and ECS lost. 37-7 to district foe Lausanne. Both teams really need this district win, and for North Point, it will all come down to whether quarterback Jack Patterson can play. If he can, the Trojans have a chance to pull off the upset. If he cannot, it will be a tough road to hoe. Since high schools do not give out game designations for betting purposes, since I hope that no one is betting on private Tennessee high school football games, I'm going to stay away from this procrastination, but we'll say if they have Jack that they will win – and without Jack, it'll be at least a two-score loss. Matt, what is your uh, – You're so safe. No. I, I, look. No. If Jack plays, they're still going to lose. Okay, you're saying a loss. They're okay. still going to lose. I, I, at Jack, least I call it a for win. This reason, for this reason, Rusty still unable to perform the way he can. Probably can't move like he wants right, to move. Right, the That's way fine. he can. So if he plays, it'll still be limited. ECS is a good football team. They're always in the playoffs. Yep. Good quality football team. I don't know their situation, but from what I can tell, they don't have – the same, their quarterback's not missing. That's a big deal in high school football, so I'm just going to say it. If the kid doesn't play, uh, it could get like it was last week, maybe a running clock towards the second half because ECS is going to show no mercy yeah. uh, when it comes to uh, district games, and uh, it's going to be a long night for the Trojans. All right, and the mascot battle, it's a bird. It's a they bird. Lose. Eagle they loses. Lose. Eagles are awesome, though. <laughs> eagles are really that, cool. Oh, eagles are great as a yes. bird. If it was an eagle versus a cardinal, it's an eagle. Yeah. But this is an eagle versus a, a human with – Shields and the Eagle. We're done. Trojan over done. the Eagle yeah. in the uh, Battle Royale, yes. All right, next. Lewisburg, 4 and 2, 2 and 1 versus South Panola, 4 and 2, 2 on and the road. 1. On the road. On the road. Team with identical records meet tonight in Batesville. 
with the Patriots coming off an emotional win over Hernando and South Panola having to travel back to baseball last week with a tail between their legs as they lost to what looks like the best team in the district, South Haven. South Haven will be, South Panola will be angry and looking to stay in that number two position and will play tough physical football against the Patriots behind Petit, their really good running back on the year who is averaging 131 yards a game and has 11 touchdowns. Man, I know you saw him in person play against the Tigers. Lewisburg will need to spread it out and try to loosen up the Tigers' defense by getting the ball to Gitschk and having Gilmore pick up some yards and first downs with his legs. They will have to play a near-perfect game to come out of baseball with the victory. I look for Lewisburg to maybe make a couple of big plays, but it will not, it will, uh, not be near enough. As South Panola wins handily, I'm saying 35-10. to 10. I was going to say 30-10. to 10. So there good job go. on your 30-10. to 10. Look, Lewisburg has to go on the road. Uh, as I said on our Tuesday show, um, I, th- I think the referees at Lewisburg maybe got served um, by the Lewisburg Booster Club before, <laughs> before the, game. the game. So they have to go to Panola County. It will not be a good night for the Lewisburg Patriots. 30 to 10, my prediction, uh, which means it'll be 32 and a half to 10. There you go. Uh, right in the middle of mine. And Love to see that 32.5. That would be pretty good. I was like, wow, how'd they get a half? Anyway, um, yeah. Blowout, South Panola, better team. Lewisburg's not going to travel well. It's going to be a tough night for the Patriots. Which brings us to our only game right here under the water tower. Tell us about the Hernando Tigers trying to get back on a streak. Now, Hernando's going to face DeSoto Central this week. Hernando 3-4 is coming off a winnable game last week against Lewisburg that they let slip through their fingers and has fallen to 0-3 in the district. DeSoto Central is 4-3 and 2-1 in the district coming off a 15-12, man, what a, what a, what a game, 15-12, <laughs> district win against Center Hill. DeSoto Central and Hernando have one com- common opponent so far, Grenada, who Hernando lost two by two in the last, minute, last two minutes of the game, and DeSoto Central lost 12-7. So these two teams at the beginning of the year were similar teams, but DeSoto Central seems to be improving each week while Hernando is dealing with injuries and inconsistencies and are trying to get things back on track. Hernando will need to stop Cameron Taylor in the run game, but will really need to pay attention to three different receivers who are averaging over 63 yards a game with quarterback Andrew Moore spreading the ball around. Hernando will need good play with no mistakes from either quarterback that plays and will need Starnes to make a play or two deep in the field and for Martin to keep the chains moving and the game close in the fourth quarter. Tonight is a pink out in the jungle, and I expect the Hernando crowd to get behind the team to try and give it the boost that they need I just don't see it being enough. My prediction, 24-17 to Soda Central. Derek, something you might not know. Again, wear pink. Obviously, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so wear pink. The Hernando Band performs at 9.30 on Saturday morning. We will have a high school football game in the state of Mississippi on Friday night. No band. I'm sorry? Yeah, the band will be gone. They, uh, they leave on Friday. So we will not – it will be uh, – Okay. We okay. will have to create our own energy. No, 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 Matt. Th- this is it. You need to get your – DJ skills. <laughs> I need an iPod up in the press box every time it goes to break. I mean, we have what's what's his name? DJ OJ at Ole Miss, whatever that kid's yeah, name it's is. K O. K O. DJ K O. That's what we need. I, Derek, hey, Derek. I don't Dwayne know. Dwayne Case. Dwayne I, Case. I know you listen yeah. to the show. Maybe you're maybe two months behind. You do listen to the show. If you're listening to the show, Friday morning. I'm just saying. I could fix this problem in about I'm two saying hours. We just need have just we need DJ energy. I don't. I don't. I just. I said twenty four seventeen to Soda Central with DJ Energy. If you had, it, I mean, as soon as the the whistle's blown and the, and the 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 tackles made or whatever, immediately start piping in some music over and over. A different song every time. 
I don't know. Crowd might be pretty hype. Derek, I've complained about the sound system. I do the soccer announcing for the Hernando High School. The sound system is uh, extremely subpar. It needs to be improved, could be improved. We could fix it in about two hours. Um, the band leaves at the entire second quarter and goes and does something else. So the entire second quarter could be improved, helped, done by the upstairs, by the uh, thing. And, look, I know both of those guys that do that do the uh, announcing there, and, and there probably are limits on what they can do. But we should have better speakers, a better sound system for, this, for Hernando High School for that particular time. When the band's gone – like tomorrow night, we Matt, need to, Matt, it needs go, to turn we, to we a party. Go right now, we can go to a a, a very <laughs> nope, recent have to be Spotify nope. playlist. Oh, absolutely! With with, with you know uh, you know edited words, whatever you want to do, still good beats, good tunes. You can find. I mean, every hey, hey, TikTok song that kids we're not have played. Doing, we're not doing cowboy. What's it called? We're not doing um. Oh, we're not doing kind of joke. But I mean, like you know, again, TikTok. Every there probably is a Spotify playlist for recent TikTok songs. You put those on, the student section is going to be going crazy. Absolutely, absolutely crazy. All pink. Student section, and now they have space because with the band gone, they could actually move into their spot. So let's a lot go, of space. Uh, Hernando. Please make this happen tomorrow night. Uh, I will obviously I'll be at the North Point game. Uh, I've got to keep the clock tomorrow night. Oh, look um, at you! So I'm, yeah, I'm, you. I'm actually I'm I'm going from Twitter to clock. So remember, the most important person in for you tomorrow night is the guy in the white hat. That's the only that's person. Right. Oh no, you pay I've got the, to. I've got the forty second clock. Yeah, that's the I mean, only I'm person be doing you that. pay attention to. Yeah, so I'll be really busy. So I will not be there. But again, Hernando, if you're listening. Please allow a DJ in the booth. Well, what I'm worried about, Derek, if they did allow me to DJ this one game and we got the sound system improved, added more speakers, um, and we won by 20, I mean, my gosh. I mean, seriously, I mean, it could make the band and everybody obsolete, but right? I mean, that was, could be tough. Was, no, Who's going to work the concession stand? Well, no, the, the, huh? the, Who's going to work the concession stand? Well, the, that's true. But the, the award-winning band would still come back, but you would always have the second quarter. Oh, uh, second quarter. No, no, and no, and, no, and no. half second, the third. No, no, second and all of third. Oh, the band leaves on the doing? second and third. Okay, quarter. this this should have already been done. This oh, should yeah. have been done years ago. I, I couldn't agree more. Got, hey, it's all, look. I might would even write a check to if they would allow me to do it. Just saying. I'm just saying. We, <laughs> second, third quarters need a little bit more hype. No doubt about it. No cotton eye Joe and um, no, no cotton eye and Joe. a little bit of bass in your speakers. That's uh, that's my big thing from Lewisburg the other night. And, so. and, and with the and just just so we we did not forget uh, mascot battle royale. Uh, a patriot has to shoot the tiger. Uh, we talked about that last week. If he hits a shot, good for him. He wins. If he misses, it's, it's a dead Patriot. And then for the uh, the uh, D.C. and Hernando, uh, the bigger cat wins. Bigger cat wins. Bigger Tiger cat over wins. Jaguar all day long. All Tiger day long. over Jaguar. I mean, just that's, outweighs him, leans that, on him, crushes him. It's that's over. very easy. Look, we try to do things, try to improve the city, Derek. That's what we do here at the UTW Podcast. And I have offered numerous times and been very um, – would absolutely be heavily involved with uh, improving the sound system for the Hernando High School Football Stadium. I don't think they want to invest in it because there's about a $50 million project going on that probably has I, some speakers I don't speakers have a problem in. with them. Okay, that's fine. If you don't want to throw some money at the speakers for the next two or three years, that's okay. You can still have music. Yeah. You can still have uh, you know recent songs with the beat playing when the band's not there or when the band's you know on a break, entering and leaving the field. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, you're definitely correct on that, Derek. So tomorrow night will be a lot different without a band in again in the state of Mississippi. No band on a Friday night. I don't know if I've ever been to a game even with a small band. I don't know if I've ever. Uh, experience that so we'll uh that'll be something new for all of us well look if you enjoy our show and uh, maybe we lost some listeners talking about different things <laughs> over the last few minutes uh you know 
let everybody know what we're talking about, whether it be fall cleanups, whether it be the ACT scores, whether it be trunk or treats, or whether it be uh, football games with no bands. So uh, please let others know what we're talking about and those different things by sharing us wherever you listen to the show, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Share the link with friends, family, Hernando Happenings, Facebook. Let people know what we're talking about each and every week right here on the UTW Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW pod again that's at utw pod on twitter wherever you enjoy our show please give us a five-star review simply helps us move up when it comes to local podcasts if you enjoy our show you'll enjoy ob pod they drop a show early monday mornings each week ob pod covering the eastern side of desoto county they also deep dive into lewisburg olive branch and center hill athletics ob pod look them up today we end our friday show the same way each and every week want to encourage you to please consider attending a local church this weekend if you've been invited by friends or family or co-workers to possibly come to church with them and uh, we want to encourage you that this sunday be the time you take them up on it no better time than now to get started visiting a local church and also want to encourage you to possibly join a local Sunday school class. Um, I know it's made a wonderful difference in Derek's life and my life over the last 10, 12, 15 years, and we want to encourage you. Numerous churches in Hernando, in DeSoto County, that and all of them are going to have a Facebook page or a website that you can find their service times. We'll always finish our Friday show encouraging you to please visit a local church this coming Sunday. Well, Derek, have a great weekend. Don't screw up the clock for the North Point game. I don't <laughs> know if it'll matter. <laughs> I don't know if it'll matter. Maybe a running clock all night. I mean, at hey, if it's a running clock, it makes my job oh, running really clock, easy. Yeah, it's done. It's <laughs> really way, way easier. Enjoy the weekend. Wonderful weather. Trip down to Oxford for the Ole Miss game. All the different things, the great things happening right here under the water tower. If there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. <laughs> <laughs>